out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back. Back, let me root, root, root for the home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. I am Douglas Viviani. I'm here today with uh, David Cohen and Chris Solger. We are examining the hot dog. And is the hot dog still king at the baseball stadium? That was uh, just a little bit of uh, Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra doing their version or the second half of the version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Uh, just reminds me, just as an aside, last night I was singing lullaby to my two-year-old uh, to try to get him to go to bed and um, he looks up at me and puts his hands on his ears and, uh, quite discriminating with regard to his singing abilities I thought I was sounded just as good as Sinatra and Carsby in that song I'm sorry Doug say that again I had my hands over my ears <laughs> uh, everybody please uh, take your hands off of your ears so we can listen to the rest of the show and discuss the hot dog uh, to me um, a hot dog at the ballpark is uh, just as good as Steak at the Ritz. Uh, I've taken that quote from our friend Humphrey Bogart, who said that back in the 1950s. Uh, to me, going to the ballpark um, is sort of a time travel experience, if you will. The hot dog has been around since 1902. Um, it was introduced at the, sh- at the stadium, uh, Yankee Stadium, uh, way back then. Uh, Babe Ruth has been known to uh, sit uh, in between a um, doubleheader and eat eight hot dogs and, and drink uh, 12 sodas. I think that's the story. And uh, so it goes back quite a ways. I'm um, uh, someone that is interested in the hot dog and, and love uh, talking about uh, uh, the game with my granddad or whoever it might be that I'm watching the game with. But today's world, we've got a whole nother experience. Um, going to the ballpark, we've got more than the hot dog to, to experience. And I just wanted to introduce that topic and ask uh, uh, Chris, if, if he's been to the ballpark recently, and if so, what he's seen with regard to uh, cuisine at the new ballparks. Well, Doug, you're absolutely correct with the amount of choices that are ballparks these days. Just you know, just from our local city field and Yankee Stadium, uh, there's an abundance of food choices. Uh, I was actually at the Yankee game last Friday, and uh, I, I make it mandatory every time I go to a Yankee game to make sure that I have the garlic fries <laughs> and the sausage and peppers. And... Um, Really, really good stuff. Uh, not cheap, but it's worth uh, it's worth every cent. Um, I also had a chance to visit for the first time City Field in uh, September with the wife, and um, had a chance to uh, walk around all the different uh, concessions, and um, ended up going to Nathan's. But uh, I like the idea of, of being able to decorate my own hot dog with, the, with their uh, little serving island they have out there with all the toppings. And I also like, uh, which I think a lot of stadiums are jumping on the bandwagon, increasing um, their beer selections and including craft beer because I'm a real craft beer nut. And I really like to, uh, you know, sample as many as I can. So I suck down a few Goose Islands uh, at the stadium nice. last Friday. And so I it was a, good. Uh, Dave? No, I'm, I'm just listening. Go yeah, Dave's, Dave's very happy with this topic. He's enthralled. Uh, long story short, I, I've had a friend of mine go to Safeco Field recently and experience the, uh, I guess they call it an Ichiro. It's uh, after Ichiro Suzuki. Am I pronouncing that right? Um, 
and it's a spicy tuna with uh, some black uh, sesame seeds, wasabi, and some radish sprouts. It sounds uh, a little different than the usual hot dog that my grandfather used to have at the ballpark. Uh, but something, I don't know, something I might give it a shot one day. Um, not only that, I've seen, uh, and I've gone to Baltimore maybe three, four years ago, um, which is known for the crab cakes. As you visit Baltimore, in the stadium, they've got a Baltimore um, famous snack of, of crab cakes right at the ballpark, um, which is served with, of course, a lemon wedge and gives you the real charm of the city right there as you're at the ballpark, whether you're sitting at the seats or not. Not sure you're always going to be sitting at the seats waiting for these cool uh, these delights to be served to you and prepared. Uh, Chris, you have any, any ideas of, of some um, that you've experienced recently that you're a big fan of or no? Um, I d- another thing I noticed at City Field was their great steak sandwich uh, on ciabatta bread with melted cheese and the caramelized onions. I mean, that really looks good. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of fish tacos and seafood. Uh, I'm looking over and uh, I was on a couple of websites before the show today just kind of taking a peek at what these different unique foods are. And uh, I got to head down to that Moreland Stadium down in Miami, boy, because there's a delicious, uh, looks like a combination of shrimp, uh, cilantro, and some avocado uh, over some uh, chips. I guess it's kind of like some nachos. Uh, To me, I'd probably even go a step further and throw it inside a nice good-sized burrito and go a little crazy. What what was the point? What's the point of this particular show here? I mean, do you guys, (laughs) where's this going? This is going to go. Do do you watch the game? at all or do you just eat the food well have you seen the Mets lately I mean, yeah. <laughs> even the Yankees, for that matter, these days. Listen, going to the ballpark is a, an experience, and, and in my world, uh, eating uh, and, and uh, experience a meal with my friends and family is just as interesting as who's coming in to pitch uh, the fifth inning because uh, the starter didn't last for the Mets that week. I think you need to really, you know, you go to a ball game. What's the average ball game nowadays? Two and a half oh, hours, unless you go to a Red Sox-Yankee game, which is going to be closer to four hours. But I think you really need to break up the experience because I certainly, this is me from personal experience, can't stay focused on a baseball game for, for two and a half, three hours. It's just the pace of the game. Um, I get distracted very easy. I'm people watching. I'm watching the scoreboard. I'm listening. I'm watching the promotions, people shooting T-shirts into the stands. So And food. Food is a big part of it. Uh, eating and drinking is a big part of my life. Sorry. <laughs> Whether at the stadium or at home. And no, I'm not an alcoholic. No, I'm just but wondering, you know what I mean? Well, just, you know, yeah. if, if you're hungry, you know, go to a restaurant with your family. Why? why yes. the, the game just seems right. to be getting in the way. Right. I guess I'm just getting to the point. It just adds to the overall experience. It does. I, let's go back a little ways. Chris and I had gone to uh, quite a number of games uh, back in the day ourselves. And um, Chris used to pack a, a backpack and he'd throw uh, his own uh, make uh, of a, I don't know, a hero. Did you buy the hero somewhere or you made them yourself? I, I would remember. usually go kind of like a ritual before. Uh, it was a Yankee game um, in the city, working in the city at the time. I would usually go to the Blimpies around the corner and get a Blimpies best. You know, the well, full see, Italian is at the stadium now. Yeah, I know this is going back a little right, ways. But so you but would bring yeah. that. Yeah, so I would bring that up, have them wrap it, a couple of extra plastic bags to make sure it would, it would make the uh, trip up on the subway okay. And um, and if it was a Met game, usually before an opening day, I used to go to Syosset Hero Shop, which I think is still there, and get the Italian Stallion, nice. which is you know a good foot long, two pound, heavy duty hero that would last me. I'd probably end up bringing some home, although mayonnaise got a little funky by the end of the game. But yeah, anyway. 
guy at the yeah. game during those days. He would stay at the seat at least, yeah. but his his eyes and his focus did not leave that hero yeah. until it was done. And I, I recall one time you, you you go to the men's room in between yes. that hero and you come back and have it be gone. And half of it, yeah, that one night sitting up in the upper yeah. deck. I remember you guys pulled a fast you one. I remember and, these yeah. things. I don't really yeah. remember exactly who won the series in yeah. uh, in '96. <laughs> you know? So so you guys are you know you're packing lunch or you or you're looking forward to eating at these gourmet type restaurants uh, at the stadium. It's a beautiful day outside. So, look, my argument would be you're not baseball fans. You're picnic fans, right? <laughs> you're, you're just basically going to a picnic, and there happens to be a game going on down there. Yeah, you agree yeah, with point that? point of view, yeah. but we're paying a good price for that ticket, and we're mm-hmm. sitting at those seats or not. Uh, and, you know, I'll tell you what. The announcements, the television all around the stadium, uh, you know, those, those symbols of telling you when to clap, uh, it's, it's music playing before every single at-bat. It's, it's no longer just going to the ballpark and having a hot dog and Cracker Jacks and a soda. Believe it or not, I do that when I go to Little League games, and that, so to speak, and I pay more attention to the game there because it's baseball. Now I don't know if we're a little away from baseball, so I went with it. I'm swept up in it, and uh, I'll so, tell so you So why, why are you going to the game, then? That's, that's the part. I understand you like the food and, and, and all that. I don't understand where the baseball game itself it, it, it is important here. This is the thing now with baseball. You can eat, drink, enjoy, talk, and the game is still going. And guess what? There's a TV there. You look over your shoulder. You're looking at the field. You're not missing a thing. You're not missing a thing. By the way, this is everything old is new again. On 103.9 FM. Chris, I'll tell you, just as an aside, I went to Fenway the other day. Um, they got a lobster now, roll. Now I'm being excluded from yes. this <laughs> you, know, you know, Chris. Now we know why Chris is here. <laughs> Another thing, Chris. Well, that's right, Doug. Uh, I mean, there was a lobster roll there that you cannot, you cannot beat. You, I've taken have lobster rolls out in uh, where Riverhead, out in the Hamptons and so forth. The one at that stadium is beyond belief. $16, but it's beyond belief. Uh, I need to get out to the ballparks a little bit more and perhaps do a little bit more traveling. But I, as I said, you know, I've been poking around a little bit on websites just to see the different food items that are offered. And um, if I'm ever in Houston, I'm certainly going to go down to Minute Maid Park and get a barbecued stuffed baked potato because just looking over the, the, the picture of it, it just looks like a, a heck of an experience. Uh, just uh, pulled pork, barbecue sauce, jalapeno peppers. Uh, I'm a crazy guy for anything spicy, hot sauce, jalapenos, you name it. Um, this looks like a really, really good uh, snack to have. Well, if you go to park. a restaurant, you don't have to pay the premium of the baseball game. It, it's, it's like an economics lesson here. I don't... Right. I do enjoy... You know, no, I mean, there, there is a... Re- I'm, I'm going to the game to watch the game. There's no question about it. I am a sports fan, but these are nice... Uh, Nice uh, accompaniments uh, yes, of we'll, the experience, as Doug alluded to before. So We'll pick up this argument on the other side of the commercials. This is Everything Old is New Again, 103.9 FM. Three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Meet the Mets, meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kiddies, bring your wife. We're back at Everything Old is New Again, talking about the ballpark experience, the food at the ballparks, and is the hot dog still king? Uh, Just going through um, a little bit of of research here, I saw uh, in 1954 an 
ad I have here of what was actually offered at the ballpark. And back then it was hot dogs for 20 cents, popcorn for 10 cents, cigarettes, cigars, uh, soda water, ice cream for 10 cents. That's about it. Uh, there wasn't much else. Although it was affordable, there wasn't much else at the ballpark except for maybe some Cracker Jacks and some popcorn. Now, these days, it's a little, uh, little out there. I'm looking at um, uh, an experience I had, and I remember this a little ways back, that I went to Turner Field uh, to see the Atlanta Braves play. And they had a fried chicken sandwich that was topped with bacon, pepper jack cheese, pecan maple mayo, and bookended by waffles. So that's, of course, perfect for a uh, mid-afternoon summer uh, game. You've got your, your brunch right there with your waffles. Do you remember anything about the game at all? I remember that that sandwich <laughs> made me miss about three innings of the game because they don't have those coming to your seat. You've got to go stand up at a Well, and then, then, then after you eat them, you have to probably take care of a little business, too, I imagine, right? That I don't remember, but I'm sure it did happen. <laughs> this is a natural function. Uh, Chris, I, I don't know if you've seen this one also. There's something that Luther Vandross is rumored to have enjoyed called the Luther Burger, and it's in a minor league ballpark. I've never seen this, but it's a Krispy Kreme donut with bacon and cheese topped, uh, topping the burger. Of course, it's 1,000 calories. Yeah, I am uh, not going to be a fan of that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not really into combining the breakfast with the lunch. Uh, I'm just very anal that way. But uh, well, What have you seen that, that you're of interest? Well, you know, I actually had the chance to be at a Milwaukee Brewers game last summer, and um, they have something there called a pulled pork parfait. And this thing is actually made up to look like an ice cream sundae. Uh, and it consists of pulled pork, mashed potatoes, and gravy. And out of this world, very unique Nice presentation and absolutely delicious. Nice. So somebody hits a home run, you spill that thing all over you. You got yeah. some problems. No, it was very manageable. It was in a cup, oh, okay. you know, but it was very, very good. Uh, who won that game? I <laughs> uh, don't even know. I couldn't tell you, and I, I'm not even sure who they were playing, but I do remember what I ate, Dave. Sorry Dave's a big fan of the hot dog, though. I, I know <laughs> I was get, Well, uh, right. I was just going to say we started out the conversation uh, about the hot dog. Is the hot dog still the king? And I don't think we addressed that, even though I think I won the first argument. But with the hot dog um i think you know you could talk about your your beef parfaits and and the fish tacos and i don't know how you guys eat all that and still applaud the game uh, unless you hold the fish taco between your knees or something but really what it comes down to for me is you can have all of that but ho the hot dog will always be number one what makes you so dumb oh it just comes to me that's sure suppose you walk into a baseball field all right, what teams are playing? I don't know. Then what are you doing in that baseball field? I don't know. You got me in there, now get me out. Look, what is the first thing you buy in a baseball field? A hot dog. A hot dog. <laughs> Without mustard? Mm-hmm. Mustard goes with a hot dog. Not with mine. Mustard was made for the hot dog. Now, but I look, I don't like mustard. Mustard and the hot dog go together. Let them go together. I don't want to spoil any romance. Do you, do you know they spend millions of dollars every year to put up factories just to manufacture mustard? Do you know those factories employ thousands and thousands of men just to manufacture mustard? You know those men take care of thousands of families and homes, all on account of mustard? And you, just because you don't like mustard, what do you want them to do? Close those factories down and put all those people out of work? <laughs> He's got you a point. sit there and tell me just because I don't eat mustard, I'm going to close down the mustard factory? No, wait a minute. No, no, no. Are no, you no. trying to tell me that those thousands of people are making one little jar of mustard like this no. just for me? No, wait a minute. You don't understand. Well, if the eye, you can tell them not to make any more because I'm not going to eat it. All right, so you don't like it. 
I like Worcestershire shear shorts. You like what? Worcestershire shear shorts. Worcestershire shear shorts. You can't even share it. But I don't, don't know for much. You don't like mustard, huh? I don't like it. No, I like Worcestershire shear shorts. Of course, Abbott Costello uh, back in the 40s, showing how unique the hot dog was back in the day. Um, that uh, skit was developed just to honor the hot dog, which was basically a new food at the time. Right. And I remember as a kid eating a hot dog. I went with my dad or my grandfather and we had hot dogs. That's what you have at the ballpark. And it's it's American, right? This other stuff that... You know, you're talking about doesn't represent America. And here's where we cue the God bless American music. You know, it's a, a baseball, hot dogs, hot dogs, apple pie, Chevrolet, that all thing. It's it's American. And you can even dress up the hot dog. All right. You can, uh, you know, you could put chili on it. You could put sauerkraut on it. You could put it between waffles. You could do anything fancy you want to do with it. I love it, and and I just don't think there's any comparison between that and and anything else you guys mentioned. It's just it's part of Americana. Well, I think some of the reason why we've gotten into uh, more foods than just the hot dog was back. I remember this experience in the '60s and '70s, where the the dog was brought back or brought over to you, and it was steamed or it was boiled. To me, that's not a way to hook hook a hot dog. It's either on a grill or it's uh, you know, fired up on a, on a on a barbecue, and if you're not going to do that, people said, oh, "I'm not eat, you know, eating the hot dog. We're getting away from it." By the way, this is uh, everything old is new again on 103.9 FM. I, I I agree with you on on some level. The hot dog uh, again is something that for me is is an experience as if you were time traveling because uh, my grandfather and father they would talk about Babe Ruth, they talk about uh, Joe DiMaggio, and they were eating hot dogs when they when they saw this. Uh, if you go to St. Louis. Though you'll get what's called a bratzel dog, which to me sounds very interesting. It combines the pretzel with a hot dog because you've got uh, a pretzel uh, surrounding a hot dog. Right. So any any way you dress up the hot dog, it's a hot dog, and it just makes it better. Interesting. Just makes it better. All right. So I'm with you on the hot dogs. What, what, what did uh, the pitching great Luis Tian used to say in that commercial? It's great to be with a wiener. <laughs> It's great to be with a wiener, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Need I say more? Well, I'll tell you, Chris, um, I, I don't know if you've experienced that in Baltimore uh, recently, but they've also got a hot dog that's got mac and cheese on it. Now, I know oh, a little nice. certain five-year-old uh, in my house that would go for that one every night, every time. Uh, you have any suggestions or interest in, in the hot dog discussion? Uh, I love hot dogs. I'm, I'm a traditional. The traditional hot dog is great. Sauerkraut, mustard. Uh, I'm a fan, especially when football season starts uh, at opening day at my house. When I have the guys over, I have to be traditional and making the big, sloppy, fattening chili dogs with the chili, chopped onions, jalapenos, Tabasco. And uh, melted cheese. I mean, uh, each one weighing probably about two or three pounds. Nice. Um, but uh, I just love dressing them up. And um, a couple of trips to Chicago over the last couple of years. If you go to a, play, a famous place called Portillo's uh, over on Ontario Street, um, famous place to go for hot dogs. And as you know, they dress them up with a lot of different things. I mean, a true Chicago hot dog. It's got the sliced pickles on top of it. And that was a great experience just trying and hot dogs. You can get dog. that at, the, at any Chicago stadium as well. Right. 
uh, huge lines for those, from what I understand. Really, really good stuff. And um, yeah, well, you I tell you, there's ten thousand things to a hot dog. Absolutely, there's a chili dog in in uh, Nationals Park in Washington D.C. Again, I've been in the Washington area. There, they put some uh, uh, beef. Uh, a half beef, half pork smoked hot dog. You get it all the way with chili topped with onions and cheddar. Uh, I don't know how you go back to your seat with that and not cause a problem with your neighbors. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you, it looks it looks uh, pretty good. It looks phenomenal. Uh, other than that, um, you know, the, the pretzel uh, has been around. Uh, You've got, to me, the best pie in the stadium. If you're going to go and sit and, and take Dave's side of the, the, the argument here and want to watch this ball game from start to finish, get yourself a soda or a beer and get yourself some um, peanuts. Because they're not going to be peanuts that you can readily eat. You've got to take the case off of them. And you will sit there for three or four innings, annoying everyone around yeah, you, true. cracking that's those true. peanuts. Mm-hmm. For three fifty, best buy in the stadium. It so is. you don't have to best spend buy. $25 yep. to eat, by the mm-hmm. way. Right. That's where I'm at on that. Uh, so you've got kids and all that. Get them hooked on peanuts. That's my, my lesson uh, for the day, if they're not allergic, of course. You know? <laughs> Even if they are, it's less expensive, and that that has to be the overriding. And they get a free ride home, you know, once they eat enough peanuts and they blow up, like, you know, you get an ambulance and take them right home. There you go. Easy enough. Uh, Chris, I know you're a big fan of the uh, of the pretzel. You were in L.A. last year. Uh, what did you see over there? I'm yeah, sure. it was actually out there for my niece's graduation, and I had a chance to go by at uh, Dodger Stadium and catch a Dodgers game, and they serve a huge uh, hot pretzel out there, kind of wrapped around, and uh, comes with three different sauces. And Chris, Chris, you stop for the pretzel. You didn't stop for the Dodger game. Let's let's be serious here. Yeah. Again, the incident. I had to pay base, the. Yeah. I, the I took the cheapest seat, cheapest seat in the house in order to get in and have the famous pretzel. Those darn baseball games keep getting in the way of your of your eating. Well, the graduation they didn't serve pretzels. I mean, you got to no. you got to find it somewhere. No. No. <laughs> I, mean, I need I needed a fix, and uh, this uh, hot pretzel came with three different dipping sauces, and I'm a big sauce guy, and oh, I just good. love just ripping that thing apart and good. trying three different sauces it was great sounds great listen to us every midnight every saturday night at midnight everything old is new again we're enjoying life enjoying a discussion of our pop culture uh come on and uh, and try um, our website which is everything old is new again dot biz you can listen to the podcast whenever you like we'll see you next week so wait is hot oh. dog king yes of course yes ah. yes, yes. 